0: Welcome to the Akiyama Brothers Song and Screen podcast hosted by Mark and Landon Akiyama. This is episode 18 where the brothers take a closer look at their score for a recent short film collaboration. They'll explore what it was like to score a film they had a hand in creating. Find out more at Akiyamamusic.com. How you doing, Mark? I'm good.
1: Hi. Good, good. Hi, everybody. I hope all of you are doing spectacularly well. Yeah, so for this one, we thought it would be fun to so we recently did a collaboration film with Isaiah, right? Isaiah Frazell, yes. Yeah, so he's he has a podcast, the Bird Brain podcast, and he has a special segment called Night Owl which releases on Fridays and so he does like scary stories for that episode or for that segment. So for his uh, one of his episodes he was down here in San Diego, so we filmed a short a short little scary Scary teaser for the night owl segment, so we got to work on that with him, and then, yeah, so we ended up scoring that for him, and so yeah, that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna dive into our score a little bit, talk about the instruments, um, some of the sample libraries I used on it, and kind of what we were kind of trying to do with the, the score.
0: Yeah, we can even talk about the uh, the short we did a little bit more, and then the kind of equipment. Isaiah used and
1: yeah, all that kind of because
0: all that stuff kind of goes into the style and how what we were going for for
1: the music. So, but first of all, you want to talk about the Moment Ambassador program? Yeah, or? we have some follow up for you. So the Moment Ambassador link again, uh, we're part of the Moment Ambassador program. So and we're actually filming some video for this one, so we can show you guys our score and everything. So we're actually using the Moment lenses. I'm using the wide angle lens on my phone. So what Moment does is they make high quality lenses that attach directly to your smartphone and they have a wide variety of lenses. So go check them out. And if you use our Moment link for the ambassador program, you get a 10% off your first purchase and a little bit goes back to help us also, which is always nice. So
0: always nice because it goes right back into the podcast
1: to help you guys out
0: directly. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah and they're also coming out with a cool anamorphic lens which is really awesome for like cinematic stuff which i wish we had for this shoot which would have been really cool but um soon soon yeah so yeah we're planning on doing more more short films with isaiah and yeah yeah. there's a
0: few ideas floating around that we've been passing back and forth
1: none of them i will spoil quite yet not yet but maybe for halloween yeah Yeah. there we go that's all i'll say that's all i'll say (laughs) Hey, wait, wait. Was there anything else on the follow-up?
0: No, I think that was it. Um, if yeah. you if you hadn't seen or heard the last episodes, we will be re- releasing on Thursdays now instead of Mondays, um, but still doing it bi-weekly and just releasing it on Thursdays. That's the only difference.
1: Yep. So, how about uh, first we play the uh, the little Actually, yeah, okay. So, we'll we'll put a link in our show notes for where to watch the actual the actual final film. But um, we're going to so it was kind of like a little teaser for his scary story segment. So um, called the Night Owl Podcast. So we filmed it um, in a house and then something seems like it's lurking around and then we go try to investigate. So it's kind of got kind of a classic sort of horror kind of feel. Uh, So we'll just play through the score and uh, you can have a listen. Here we go. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, <laughs> that was the score. Yeah, so for this, we kind of wanted to do, um, since the way Isaiah wanted to film it was uh, a very, like, close, tight sort of tight sort of shots and stuff, like all these close-ups and stuff, and then his camera has a, a cool little effect on it, so it has the way like the film a, looks. Yeah, like a classic aged look Yeah. To it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's just its natural the black magic cinema pocket style look yeah. um, is what he used. So we kind of wanted to sort of do a throwback score to Bernard Herman. So that was kind of a little bit about the inspiration <laughs> back at you, Bernard. Yeah. So um, actually it gave me a chance to use a library that I have uh, by Spitfire audio. So Spitfire audio has um, Bernard Herman composer toolkit as one of their libraries and it's really cool. Um, I actually got it for a previous project, but never really had a chance to explore it too much. So I actually was excited to use it for this. So I, most of all the green tracks you see here um, are all the Bernard Herrmann stuff, mostly. Um, but yeah, so the library itself, it's, it's kind of cool the way it's set up. It has a whole bunch of uh, different combinations of instruments not exactly not so if you want to like separate the instruments this is not exactly the library but they have like a group of studio orchestra uh trumpet and xylophone as like a one patch um trombones and timpani harp and celeste harp and vibraphone and then a bunch of like cool synthesizers that bernard herman used to use in that style for psycho and all his other scores for hitchcock um, yeah
0: i think. But Psycho, Vertigo, he did a lot for Hitchcock.
1: Yeah. He also did... Uh, North by Northwest. I like yeah. that one. That Citizen one Kane,
0: uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and mm-hmm. Taxi Driver.
1: Yeah. So he's the this library actually like pairs a lot of the same instruments that he would have used, like weird combinations. Um mm-hmm like flutes and clarinet well that's not very weird but <laughs> well <laughs> that's pretty th- trumpet and xylophone is yeah trumpet and unique. xylophone that's a fun patch i really like that one yeah. um and then oboes bassoons and horns is a fun little fun little patch but yeah so and yeah, it's, it's not like
0: it's not like a half half done uh sample library right because
1: spitzfire Spitfire makes really, really good libraries. Yeah, I and have they work. They work
0: directly with Herman's estate to examine his like most famous scores, pick out
1: the uniqueness. Yeah, and and recreate something with. Yeah, so how how Herman would record yeah, instruments? Yeah, but the thing with this library is it's not, it's not recorded to sound like an old orchestra or an old recording. Like it's recorded with. Um, with high quality microphones and everything. So art. it's like high fidelity and it sounds really good. Yeah. Um, but it's in the style that Bernard Herman would have wrote. So the combinations of instruments he used and the way he orchestrated stuff, that's the way the library is set up to help So kind of inspire yeah. you to um, write in his sort of iconic style. So
0: it's as if Bernard Herman were still with us today and writing music using state-of-the-art the equipment. Down.
1: Yeah, so it's a little composer toolkit, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that was mostly mostly what I used for this, and then I had used um, recorded a couple live instruments. Yeah, so like for the first section, should we just get into it? I guess.
0: Yeah, let's get into it. Let's dive deep. Let's see. Wait, did first of all, did Isaiah give us any parameters uh, when you when we were talking about what no, the not score really. was going to be? Pretty much
1: trusted us. He was like, "Go ahead, I trust you guys. Okay. Do whatever you want for the score." Well, I did ask him. Um, <laughs> yeah. I asked him if he wanted, like, the modern kind of thriller, suspense, tension, weird droney noises, and he was like, hmm, not so much. So I asked him if I could do, like, a more classic orchestral kind of thing. So that's kind of what I ended up doing. Like, there's some hybrid drone stuff in there. Um, by what I mean by hybrid, I mean, like, you have the classic orchestra instruments, but then I have some weird synthesizers that are just holding drones out, um, like... um one of the cool libraries I use is is Gravity and Vocalize by Heaviosity. They they make really cool um, how do I explain it? Like synthesizer sounds that kind of change and warp, and you can really customize them, which is really cool. So there's a couple couple of that I use in the score, um, and then uh, I have this tiny little yamaha reface keyboard so i recorded some sounds from that and then <laughs> one of the cool instruments we did we um we have a bowed cigar box guitar in there so we recorded that live just taking a land one of landon's cello bows and bowing the cigar box guitar and kind of you did what with my bow i know yeah sorry <laughs> no i took care of it <laughs> it's okay so that kind of a real like kind of screechy airy kind of thing. But I can go ahead and play some of that stuff. Should we do that? Yeah, please. Yeah, so the beginning in the beginning um, we hear like for the movie it, the, the music doesn't start until you hear or the characters the characters <laughs> it's the characters in the really movie. Mark yeah. me so, and Isaiah. In case you couldn't see we're it, playing it's ourselves. In the movie. Um, yeah, me Landon uh, Isaiah and I are the actors in the movie. We were yeah. on a tight budget which so. by the way playing yourself is harder than it looks very hard yeah especially especially playing yourself as podcasters I know in a short film <laughs> and <laughs> trying not to look at the camera that was
0: <laughs> the only <we>, the <laughs> really reason why we had to retake make retakes was because I looked at the camera or Mark looked at the camera and I guess that's a no-no
1: there were so many there were so many times that landon just ruined a shot and he was like i just looked at the camera yeah i was like he just turned this thing into an interview right now we're on discovery channel right now he's now ghost hunters (laughs) ghost spacers (laughs) if anybody gets that reference congratulations you're a true fan
0: put it in the comics yeah if anybody gets that
1: reference just just uh tell us what kind of car the characters drive from that that reference, yeah. Put it in the comments, please. Or what the name <laughs> of the car is. Yeah, it's so fun. You'll get it. Some someone will get it. I hope. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, we're the actors. So, um, yeah, Landon ruined a lot of takes just by looking at the camera yeah, and turning it into an interview. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> I the did it. A few loves times me. Too. I did it a few times too. I think I did it more. And yeah. <laughs> every time I see it was. But like, it was fun because Isaiah let. Um, I, there were a couple shots where I had to film Isaiah, so yeah. I got to practice my my handheld camera moves. And mm-hmm. there was one movie he was like, Ooh, I like that. I was like, you know, oh, you, you. notice they didn't trust thank me you. with the camera. Yeah. Landon was, not. <laughs> Landon did not man the camera at all. No, not, not one bit. Um, anyway, so back to the music. So the, the music I had the, brought the music in. There's a, there's a door slam down the hallway that kind of startles us a little bit and kind of, um, cause Isaiah thinks he hears something. So, landon and i don't really believe him because we didn't hear it so yeah and
0: then he shows us
1: the audio that he's hearing through his headphones yeah
0: and then once mark and i realize oh there actually is some weird sound coming through on the headphones that's when we hear
1: then we hear a door slam and (sighs) then that's when i bring in the music so it starts with it actually starts with the the live recorded guitar yeah so this is the bode guitar here's what it sounds like And so you hear that tremolo effect. There's a, a couple of Landon's guitar pedals that I was running the guitar through. You want to talk about those a little bit? Yeah. So, let's see. You didn't use the Memory Man at all. I did. You did? There's a little bit on there for okay. the vibrato. I think. I don't actually remember. That's
0: Memory Man's mostly...
1: Delay, okay. yeah, mostly okay. delay. Then talk about the Strymon but I don't anyway, know what I used. I just turned some knobs and tried to make it sound cool. I was like, "Oh, good, I like it." Yeah, yay! <laughs> so the vibrato that
0: Mark's talking about is coming from my Flint Strymon, uh guitar pedal, and it's mostly a tremolo. Um, and he has it set to. What does tremolo mean? Uh, well, I don't know how to explain this. Tremolo is mostly um, it's it's different for guitar than it is from a regular is it bouncing the?
1: It's bouncing the sound back and forth, right? Right of? between the left, right yeah. and left channels? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So really what you hear is is kind of a, a, a bouncing sound between the right and left channels, which is what we just said. It sounds a little, lot more natural and smoothed out when you're using a, a, a guitar pedal. I think Mark doesn't have it set too intense, so it's not... Yeah, otherwise, it would sound like a
1: Yeah, really intense
0: or... They call it like butterfly, like kind of a butterfly effect, where you hear um, wings flapping a uh, lot. Okay, yeah. And then sense. and then the the pedal also mixes in some reverb, um, which is pretty nice. And yeah, I didn't get too crazy with it. Yeah, he mostly has it on pretty standard reverb, about 50% reverb, and the nice 70s uh, era reverb, which
1: sounds pretty good. See, we're doing the throwback score, that's what it is. And then the next sound to come in with that is uh the Yamaha Yamaha Reface keyboard. This guy right here. Which is that one. That pingy noise, yeah. yeah. Well the Yamaha, which one were we using the Yamaha for? So that's that's an electric piano, the CP piano, Yamaha. So, on the actual keyboard I have, you can. S- it has a couple different sounds on it, like classic Yamaha synthesizer sounds, and then it has some effects like reverb on it, and then um, it has its own tremolo and its own chorus. Uh, so I played with some delays on there and had some echoes and bouncing around. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And this Mark added more of a more tremolo and a little bit
0: more delay on this. So you hear more of that butterfly effect that I was talking about.
1: Yeah, there you go. You can hear it. So I kind of wanted it to sound like a vibraphone. So I tweaked it a little bit to sound more like a vibraphone than a piano. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What else do we do? Oh, the Bernard Herrmann percussion stuff. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. So that comes in. Uh, I used an anvil, actually. This guy right here. That one, Anvil. Because we were, uh, there's a shot where I go outside and you can kind of see the bay that we're on. So um, I wanted it to kind of sound like a ship's bell, sort of. Uh, so that, that's why I used the Anvil. It's really subtle and you barely hear it, but it's in there. And I know it's in there. And <laughs> and that's all that matters. See, this is a, hard, a harder <laughs> attack right here. And then you have the quieter one. But yeah the Bernard Herman percussion stuff is actually really cool now there's different snare drums and bass drums okay that kind of stuff then there's some some little smaller percussion that also comes in I use a little bit of that too um Yeah, but the, um, the actual, the actual melody kind of thing that comes in, um, it happens right around here and it sounds, I used the harp and celeste from the, the Bernard Herman stuff. It sounds like this. So you got that kind of thing and then layered in with the rest of it. Yeah, so for that, um, I was kind of going for... I needed something that I could drag on. Not, that's not a bad thing. You mean you mean develop more? Yeah, well, I needed it to be able to keep going, so I yeah. did a little motif thing. Um, uh-huh. And then you use... Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then that melody is imitated
1: throughout the other instruments. Yeah, the piano later comes in with that, like here.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and then the violins kind of get it. Yeah, then there's... I used the high strings from the Bernard Herrmann stuff, but I, I set it to use the... They're doing a tremolo effect, so... Which is different we use from a lot guitar of tremolo. tremolo. <laughs> different from guitar tremolo, it's where the the violinists um or the mm-hmm. string section they'll uh move the bow back and forth on a string like pretty rapidly. Um, so you kind of get well. Here, let me just play a couple notes. That kind of thing. So when you pair it with um, actual a uh, moving line, it sounds kind of cool.
0: Yeah, so instead of warping like the uh, electronic signal of a guitar or the Yamaha
1: piano, this is actually a physical representation of a of a tremolo yeah um and i just use that to kind of make it a little more intense so i bring bring the high strings in towards eh, maybe about halfway through the score this the whole score is about like a minute long um it takes up half of the movie or the second half of the movie after the scary stuff starts to happen (laughs) so yeah i do that um yeah, so that like kind of paired with the, the actually, that, the strings actually take over from the piano, but the harp and celeste are still playing that same pattern. So like the last half of the piano, strings are about to come in. Yeah. And then you have the piano also doing those, those little stabs, that kind of thing, like the Bernard Herrmann, chink.
0: Yeah, a little cluster, uh, clusters of notes. Yeah. So when you're when you're making clusters of notes, what notes do you choose to what intervals are you choosing to I mean how did I
1: pick those notes? Yeah, how'd you pick those? <laughs> Randomly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing around. So I Ooh, started this sounds cool. I started with a fourth, so you have A to D, and then I just added a B flat. So you have that that oh, okay. minor second right there. Yeah. That kinda itch itch itchy, kinda scratchy sounding. Uncomfortable so. kind of edge of your seat, has got to peak real quickly. So yeah, if you put it up like higher up on the piano, on the octave, they, the notes kind of blend together more. So it sounds more like one thing instead of. Oh, so much dissonance. It's dissonance, but since there's that fourth in there, the perfect fourth, the A to D. Here comes the bride. That kind of thing. It, it's, there's dissonance, but it's, um, how do I say it? No. Comfortable dis- dissonance. Yeah, kind of. Um relax not relax, but it's It's bearable. Would we'll you say it's, it's, it's bearable, not bearable? It's bearable, it's like almost calming.
0: Almost calming, yeah, with that B flat. me slightly,
1: slightly meditative.
0: There's some slightly meditative
1: chords in there. Um <laughs> Yeah, what else do I use? So the sec the and then like along with the first half of the score, you have I have all these um drone notes down here. So the violins are playing a long flotando yeah so those are
0: are those more like pedal tones yeah uh huh it's it's
1: it's like a harmonic kind of or a really light airy sound oh okay um that's is that a spitfire yeah it's a spitfire library that's the um oh not that low that kind of thing it's really airy um so i have them holding out a note and then the cellos are also doing that um so together those kind of sound this is right off the bat from the beginning yeah and then later they the violin starts to do a moving line Yeah, it sounds really silly by itself, but when you add it in with everything else, uh, then there's also a hollow pad, a little pad down there, also. So that one, what does that sound like? I don't even remember. Oh, oh yeah. And that's that, the drone note. The okay. You hear it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. So paired all those drone notes together, that whole section. Uh, and then there's also those a,
0: make up those make up the beginning, right?
1: Yeah, those are all from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Those come in after the um, the 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 uh, the bowed what's it called? Uh, the Bode the bowed cigar, cigar box guitar. Yeah, yeah, but before the yeah. melody. Yeah, so those together they make a nice little sound bed, sort of a shifting kind of warping tone. Yeah. You want my thoughts on it right yeah. now? Yeah. I
0: actually thought that could come in a little sooner and be held along a little bit longer before the melody comes in like you know even even before you hear the door thud yeah just to build a little bit suspense a kind of a warning that something is coming
1: i did yeah i didn't want to warn them though okay okay i see plus the uh, like when you to bring in music you usually want to find like a a cue, and if there's a hard cue to bring in the music, that's usually better. So I just took the door slam as the hard cue. But yeah, I mean, I could have played around with where the music began, um, but this was a a short project, and I, yeah, it was only three minutes long. Yeah, I picked I picked to start there, and I thought it was working fine, so I didn't even try to mess around with it too yeah. much. And our director, as they liked it, so yeah, that's which what is Important, you always keep your director happy. Yeah. What's another really cool instrument? Oh, this one. The low winds from the Bernard Herrmann stuff. I use that for like these these little bloop, bloop. These guys. Yeah, those guys. Um, So those are playing the same uh, cluster stab chord that the piano has in the beginning. Stab, stab that so this this particular sound is um it's the low wind so there's an oboe in there uh clarinet i think a bassoon um and then i have them playing really short staccato so really short and crispy sounding um that's just one of the settings you can do for the in the library itself so i have that so if you if you depending on how hard you hit it you get you know quieter notes or really intense notes like this yeah so i have them jumping up and down between the octaves just to give it some more variety um but yeah that goes with the the <clears heart throat> harp stuff mm-hmm. see hear that right there um, um. And then those tinks, the the percussion stuff, that stuff is all this kind of this little stuff. It's um, it doesn't exactly say what it is, but uh, it sounds to me like um, your glass bottles hitting glass bottles or metal cans, um, metallic kind of stuff, and a lot of glass stuff because uh, composers all the time like contemporary composers for contemporary percussion music. That's a lot of the funky instruments you play is like found objects kind of thing. So I thought that was cool to throw in just to give it more of a Bernard Herman little flair. Yeah. Um, I for that actually, I was kind of thinking not Bernard Herman, but secret window, um, the Johnny Depp movie. Um, but yeah, he, he uses a lot of repetitive patterns and evolving motifs. So I, I used lot of percussion stuff also because i'm a percussionist so i throw that in there uh what else is cool yeah you have the low winds the so i have there's pretty much the the way i thought about it was there's two or three categories of instruments there's the 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 stuff like the harp and the piano that's the revolving motif the uh That kind of stuff, which is the piano, the high strings, tremolo, and then the the harp and celeste combination, and then yeah. you have the low, the the long suspended drone notes, which are playing the uh, the underbelly of everything. So that kind of stuff, this stuff, yeah. And then the the third category of stuff was the like light accented articulation stuff. So that's like the piano stabs, the the short winds and stuff. Um, and then the little tinkly percussion stuff, the anvil is probably in there. The Then I have some trombones that are also doing the, the dissonant chords, the cluster chords, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And then the, later the trombones have it with it. Oh, there's the anvil. There's the anvil. Yeah, but the other cool percussion instrument I thought, uh, which is also from the Bernard Herman Library, is the timpani with hot rod sticks. So hot rods are like these bundle of wooden sticks, these tiny little sticks that are bundled together to make one big stick. So not a massive car with a very complicated awesome engine. No, not a massive car with an awesome engine. And um, <laughs> so you're hitting the timpani with those those wooden bundle sticks, and it sounds like that. that kind of thing but mm. i use that stuff for the section where it seems like the danger is kind of past so it's a little or i didn't find anything after going outside so that section sounds more subtle and less less tense uh, a little more relief in there a little more settled What's that airy instrument you used again? Oh, that's right. I didn't talk about that yet. So that's one of the synthesizers from the Bernard Herrmann toolkit. It's called the Andes (laughs) Martineau. I probably butchered that. It's French. Um, But it sounds like... I can uh, tell by your accent it's French. It's Andes (laughs) Mademoiselle. So it sounds like this. And then higher up, it sounds like. So it has a really airy kind of, it might be sort of a reed instrument. Like, I'm not exactly sure. It's kind of like a theremin. Yeah, it sounds like a theremin mixed with sort of an, a really light, airy kind of organ.
0: Yeah, and even the way that it's controlled, it's similar to a theremin. Uh, you're moving a ring along a wire to create that wavering sound. Oh. Which is
1: similar to a theremin. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. so it sounds like this. And I threw that I threw that in there because I wanted to do like a, um, sort of a Scooby-Doo throwback. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so it kind of so- sounds like you know, whenever Scooby-Doo would go inside a haunted mansion or whatever, and you heard the organ kind of in the background. Yeah. You can
0: imagine the Black Knight following Scooby-Doo around in the castle.
1: Scooby-Doo! Reggie! Yeah. So that, um, in the score, I have it playing this And then that actually becomes one of the main instruments for the the last section, which is Landon's scene where he's looking down the hallway and then uh, one of the doors.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to look down the hallway and look intense
1: and yeah.
0: scared at the same time.
1: Yeah. Trying to figure out what's going on. What's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I use that instrument to... Um, I'm glad I only had one solo scene. Yeah, for the... The darkened hallway, kind of Scooby-Doo sound. So yeah. this is what the that last bit of the score sounds like, with the the ondes know as uh, one of the lead instruments. And then the door slams.
0: Dun, dun, yeah. dun.
1: Um so yeah I wanted to keep that kind of kind of simple because that's sort of the little button on the end of the on the end of the film the the hook or the hanging point the cliffhanger the cliffhanger yeah <laughs> I can't find the right word the cliffhanger yeah exactly uh-huh so and then uh, what else is playing there's a couple of violin things um, yeah. some held held strings some screeching what's this violin doing what are those?
0: those are the symbols oh yeah screeching
1: symbols the yeah sound
0: yeah
1: oh wait no those are the violins yeah that's a combination yeah. of like harmonic violins on really high strings and doing some little special effect stuff um, and then the water phone actually I threw that in there on the end also which sounds like this
0: <laughs> that's just a creepy sound that's like nails on a chalkboard
1: yeah so what the water phone is though is it's um, it's a bowl uh, like an enclosed metal bowl sort of and then there's a tube coming out and then you fill that with water and then there's all these little pipes sticking out of it so you take a, a cello bow or um, a violin bow or anything and then if you fill it with water and then you hold it on the and then you bow the, the different pipes around and they're all different lengths so they, they ring different notes and resonate differently so if you bow that and then you swish the water around it bends the pitch of the pitch of the note and then you get this yeah. kind of haunting ghostly sound and you can actually hear the you can hear the violin bow um, brushing across the uh, the pipes you can hear the ghosts rising from their grave with that sound yeah Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, every reference is in this episode you guys should be happy um yeah so that's that's kind of what i was thinking for the score and the different sections and then how i was thinking about grouping the instruments between the shorts and then the long held sustaining notes and then the little accented pop pop kind of ear candy stuff like the the percussion stuff the little bottles and the little stabs and stuff those were all ear candies but yeah the oh and then there's this really cool synth right here in the middle of the score i forgot to talk about uh it's also from the bernard herman library it's it's called belly of the deep and (laughs) um, so it sounds like this in the score so i used that because it kind of it sounds like sort of like a siren like a twisted siren kind of thing so i I had that in there for when it gets more intense where i'm looking outside with the flashlight searching around before uh isaiah turns on the light so it just kind of raised the stakes a little bit and then that paired with all the string tremolos um sounds like this the timpani mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah that's where the martinay
1: martino the on this takes Martineau. over oh like Thank every God. good french man the on this comes in at the last second okay that was really bad sorry yeah. <laughs> sorry got guys sorry. sorry you had to hear that um <laughs> yeah uh so we'll just play through the score So that's pretty much a little rundown of the score, and then so we're gonna
0: we're gonna we're hoping to put this the film version of this episode on YouTube. Yeah. And then before that, you're gonna be able to see the the full clip. Um, but if you don't want to see it on YouTube, you can also go to one of our Instagrams and see sixty seconds of it. Um, Isaiah Frizzell also posted it yeah
1: um on his youtube which we'll put a link in that in the show notes and actually you should listen to his podcast episode night owl yeah. which we will also link to that which has the full his, audio the full audio of the open. opening it's like an audio walkthrough tale sort of thing and then he goes into his episode and tells three different scary stories that he wrote which one of them's kind of creepy it gave me chills it's kind of gross, the, was, that the gross was, like, was that the very last one it was just like was
0: that the very last one
1: uh yeah it was yeah Uh yeah he told me when he was writing it he got chills and he had to like leave the room for a second and turn the light on
0: i actually i started listening to it at night while i was driving home and i had to stop that one
1: and i was like i'm gonna listen to this in the morning when when there's sunlight yeah but i really like his writing his writing is really natural sounding and like it's conversational it sounds really good and his stories were pretty creepy so yeah yeah. yeah, it was really... He's good, at, a, he's good at writing those creepy stories. Yeah, it was a cool, exciting project to work on. So I'm glad we got to score something and be able to talk about it with you guys. Uh, kind of go into the instruments we use, kind of a thought process. Um, the inspiration, Mr. Bernard Herrmann, of what we were, you know, kind of going along the lines of a classic horror score, but not like... Um, or classic orchestral horror score, rather, with cool funky instruments and weird combinations which the library actually really came in handy for that um so yeah if you guys do any composing or anything and you haven't checked out spitfire they have tons of libraries they have some hans zimmer libraries like hans zimmer strings and percussion they have a bunch of um other instrument bundles as well so definitely go check them out um i use their libraries all the time so lifesavers um we're not sponsored by spitfire but no, we like their stuff. I just use their stuff a lot. Yeah. So I was like, eh. I mean, most of this 50% of the score was Spitfire stuff. And then the rest uh, a of it was live like, recorded instruments. Yeah. And then, yeah. Live recorded. Yeah. So that's, that's about it. That's a little walkthrough of the score that we wrote for Night Owl Short by Isaiah Frizzell. Um, you get to see us acting in it and our faces. <laughs> and hear our music. So <laughs> triple R. So we're totally exposed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway uh thank you everybody for listening um again if you use do any kind of photography use the moment lens um check out our link and you'll get a little discount on those um and yeah go go check out spitfire and uh go watch the short that we made with isaiah and give his page a listen and go subscribe to his podcast night owl or bird brain podcast is the
0: yeah bird the, brain podcast is the name Of the podcast, and then he releases special episodes that he calls those episodes
1: Night Owl. Yeah, it's like a special segment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also, please, please, please give us a rating on iTunes. Give us a review. If you liked us doing this little walkthrough of our score, um, definitely let us know if you liked it. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time.
0: Yep. Comment, subscribe, and please share this episode with your friends. Yeah, thank you. We like saying hi, and we like it when people say hi back. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Have a good day. See ya. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.